TKHS, the Kingdom I was so. Um, I am your host, Pastor Jay. Man, we are in here this evening, and of course, we are ready to cover a lot of ground. And I believe we're gonna hit the ground running. So, look, I'm gonna go ahead and get started. Before I introduce our guest, I'm gonna go ahead and give out the call-in number for anybody that desires to call in. That number is 346-324-5938. Uh, 346-324-5938. Three two four five nine three eight. And while I'm at it, I want to just go ahead and shout out our sponsors and supporters: Miss Mamie Sweet Treats, All Creek Construction, Destiny Shine Records, KLMG, Kingdom Life Central, JG Apparel, Angelic House of Hope, and Dabs Houston, located at five eight two six Martin Luther King Boulevard. Houston, Texas, 77021. All right. So once again, guys, welcome back to the TKHS. I'm here with a very special guest on this evening, Dr. Carolyn Evans Shabazz. Good evening. The council member <laughs> of District D here in Houston, Texas. Good evening. Well, good evening. We are so grateful and blessed to have you come in and join us so we can discuss this very important topic this well, evening. the pleasure and the blessing is mine. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. So, guys, while you are tuning in, make sure you tag a friend and tell your friend to tag a friend and tell them to come on into the room. I would sing the song, Come On In The Room. Oh, okay. Keep, keep your day job. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. But this evening, this evening, guys, we want to talk a little bit going right into we want to talk a little bit about the importance of local level voting, because here we are again with the election season upon us. Right. And so before we dive in, I just want to allow the council on member Dr. Shabazz to uh, just introduce herself a little bit and talk to the audience. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Jay. I am Council Member Carolyn Evans Shabazz, the Council Member for District D, what I call the District of Destination. Come on. And certainly, I am so very honored to serve the people in District D. And um, it's just a, a wonderful experience. And, and it's really funny that I'm sitting here in a church because I believe what I'm doing is a calling. Come on. And. Uh, it, it, it just something that just comes very naturally for me, you know, to try to help people. My mantra is if I can help somebody as I pass along this way, mm -hmm. then my living shall not be in vain. Okay. And so certainly I am 
so very honored to be here and hopefully I can contribute uh, to the conversation because it's a very important topic. Amen. Amen. I'm glad she went there with it because, you know, right before you came in, um, Dr. Shabazz, right before you came in, it was just a thought. I hadn't mentioned it, but it was a thought. And my thought was in regards to church, how many, how often in church do we try to run from the political side of life? Right. And it's so much a part of everything. I was a, I'm a retired educator, if there's any such thing. And uh, after I retired, I realized how much of an impact politics has on everything. Uh, I mean, it just, it's just amazing how it just impacts everything, your education of your children, you know, your taxes, all of the things that impact your life or right. impacted by the political process. Right. And for a long time, you know, especially um, when I was a new new believer, uh, I tried to run from the political side of things. I, I just believe. And it was just ignorance on my part, you know, not really understanding or knowing what the word of God actually stated mm -hmm. in regards to politics right. in, uh, in the belief system. Uh, but a lot of times we try to run run from it. And I know a lot of, for a lot of instances, like my grandparents and people of the older generation they didn't involve they didn't involve themselves uh with the politics of things but i know to get things changed and to get things done there's a systematic way of going about doing things and i understand that even according to the scripture and i'll touch on it a little bit this evening but even according to the scripture um there are certain plays that has to be played in order for things to be put into position to go about accomplishing the desired change and a lot of times i've noticed that we don't have the tenacity to to press in that particular area uh, because it's such a tedious task. So I applaud you and all of the other leaders who have taken upon themselves to 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 carry or to bear this particular burden because it can be a burden. Well, it, it they say heavy is the head that wears the crown, uh -huh. and so certainly I I just take it a day at a time. Mm -hmm. uh, my heart leads me to do that which I am called to do. And, you know, I think that because a lot of political people get so many bad, so, you know, the bad reputation that we all need to be walking with Jesus, right? <laughs> Come on. So that we can uh, walk in accordance to his will and his purpose right. and ask for his covering. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many people out there who really want to pull you down. And, you know, they, I guess the younger generation, y'all call them the haters. <laughs> uh, and we have them. Uh, for whatever reason, and I know that, you know, my heart, I can't say that everything I, I do is perfect, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm willing to correct myself if I need to be, mm -hmm. and I'm willing to accept if I made a mistake, mm -hmm. you know, and that's something that a lot of people miss out, and it doesn't take anything away from you to admit you made a mistake. In fact, I think it makes you a bigger person. I agree. I agree. That sounds like the role of a, of a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm not called for that. I'm not called for that. I mean, some of the things that you have just described, you know, those are some of the same challenges and issues that we have to accept uh, in life. But I, so let me not say the, the the role of a pastor. Let me say the role of a leader. That Absolutely. that is the description of so that comes from the territory of leadership. And so as we as we engage, you know, we're talking about the importance of local level voting. You know, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about about voting. Uh, a lot of times, um, let me see. The question that I want to get to is why do you feel that a lot of people within the community don't vote? 
And before you answer it, I'm going to give you my answer, uh, and then we can expand and expound on it. Uh, so a lot of times and a lot of things that I hear when I ask people, well, why aren't you voting? Why won't you go vote? Why won't you do this? Why won't you do that in regards to um, voting? And, you know, um, a lot of the answers are, man, all those politicians are the same. Man, they say what you want to hear on uh, why they campaigning. And once they get elected, they do what they want to do. So can we clear the air on that? Well, I mean, we perish because of the lack of knowledge, right? And what's going on, people don't really understand the importance. They don't understand the importance of researching who you are voting for. And if, you know, and I'm, I'm realistic, sometimes you don't have time to just go. I mean, this particular uh, uh, election right now has so many people, but that's when you have to find organizations that you mm, trust. Come on, you know the organizations that you trust that will give you recommendations and endorsements. Mm -hmm. And then you know, if you feel that you still need to uh, dig a little deeper, you know, we got Google, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Google yeah. can tell you uh, a lot about a lot about people. But then, uh, more importantly. We have to uh, really be engaged ourselves mm -hmm. if we can. But you know, one of my things, a lot of times people don't have the time. And uh, one of the biggest challenges that we have is working two and three jobs. Yeah. You know, so who has time to certainly research candidates, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to determine who's the best one? Right. And so uh, I, I got a whole spiel about the, the working two and three jobs and not making enough an hour and all of that, you know. The, got to make at least $15 and that's really not enough. Least, and then it's you, it, it's just a cycle to me. You don't get a chance to engage with your kids if you're working two and three jobs, mm -hmm. which means that you are not shaping your next generation, your own legacy, right. because oh, you're continuing yeah. to work all of these jobs. So those are things that are attributed to the political process. Mm -hmm. If you engage yourself and let your voice be heard, then you can get candidates that may believe in you making more money mm -hmm. and you know just something as simple as that right. you know candidates that believe in the kind of education that you want for your children mm -hmm. those things are very important and then you have to be very very uh cognizant of the the penal system the judicial system and putting people in office that are not looking at you by the color of your skin and looking at perhaps what you have done perhaps even giving you another chance you know, because they are walking in the same path that you have, or they have people in their families that do. Right. So it's very, very important that we look at a lot of aspects to determine who we need to vote for. But when I hear people say, oh, I don't vote, my vote doesn't count. Well, I have known of several races that have been won by only a handful of people. And once they're in there, it's nothing you can do. Mm -hmm. They're there for the duration of the term. Mm -hmm. So we, it's, it's just a responsibility. It's, it's, not, it's not an option. Come on. It's a responsibility. And sometimes responsibility is hard, but it's something that is so very necessary for us to advance and certainly advance as people of color. That's, that's absolutely all. Um... I completely agree. And you said something about um, doing the research on the political candidates and how tedious the task can be trying to research each particular uh, each particular uh, candidate and how important it is to to actually be involved with uh, uh, trustworthy organizations who can give an endorsement uh, supporting your your particular belief system. Right. I mean, and you may not always get it right. 
But, you know, I have people pulling on me saying, who do I vote for? Who do I vote for? Because, you know, so many people on there. So I found a slate that I believed in. And even in that, I tweaked it to say, well, I don't agree with them on this one. I'm going to put this one in. But that's because I'm out here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I can't think that everybody would have that time or even that knowledge base mm -hmm. always to do it. But for the most part, find a trusted organization who has gone out and done the work and screened the candidates. Right. So it's really no excuse. You know, print your ballot out. You can go online and print an actual sample ballot. And because it's so long, you may want to get one of those trusted sources and check off who you're going to support. Because this process is really difficult now. Mm -hmm. They've changed the voting process, and it takes a little bit longer than it used to. But certainly, if you go in with your, your sample ballot, it's mm -hmm. a lot easier than to go in and, and start stumbling around and doing any, meeny, miny, mo. Right, trying to wing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. And so... A lot of a lot of us we really don't understand um, the the roles of the local elections because we're so fixated upon the uh, two and four year elections, mm -hmm. uh, not really understanding that the local elections really, really, it really um, pertains more to us, so to say, because the local elections and the local officials actually um they deal with regards to our everyday livelihood, everyday life. The more local the election, the closer it is to impacting your life. Right. And that's just the truth. I mean, the school districts, you know, we have children that go to school. So you do need to look at your school board trustees mm -hmm. to see some of the positions that they take. Right. And so that's one of the closest things to you is the school board. And, you know, I mean, they're, they're unpaid trustees and who dedicate their time but certainly they have they come with a platform mm -hmm. and they will tell you what they believe in some people believe in charter schools some people don't right, you right. know you need to look at are they trying to build up the public school system are they trying to tear down the public school system mm -hmm. and so those are things and then you have city council where i serve you know we determine ordinances you right. know just different things that, that that impact your life you know your water bill and and different things of that nature. Now, we get sometimes we get complaints, you know, about the school system and we have to tell them that's not an our wheelhouse, you know. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is there's a governmental entity that governs every aspect of your life. Correct, correct. And, and so dealing with the local elections, because I understand that everything it stems off from the bigger branch that, that goes all the way up to the main source and to uh, the Senate and to the House of Representatives. But it starts here with us. And to be honest, a lot of us, we don't really understand that particular process, right. you know. And so um, we're dealing with the uh, executive branch, the legislative, as well as the legal. And so I understand that you're actually a part of the legislative branch. Who? Uh, you? Well, we do legislative action, but we, we're not part of a branch. We're like okay. a nonpartisan uh, body that makes decisions throughout the city. Okay. And so when, when you say legislative, I look more at the state reps okay. and the, the Congress, you know, with, you know, like my Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, okay. who's in the Ukraine. Can you believe that? <laughs> I mean, that's Sheila. Wow. If you tell me somebody that moves around and works hard, any, I mean, I don't want to go anywhere near Ukraine, not okay? Right now. And she's on the front lines, right? Well, hopefully not the front lines, but she's there trying to impact uh, us going into war or hopefully not going into war. But anyway, uh, getting back to the point, uh, we have the legislature, 
and then of course we have the the Congress, mm -hmm. and then uh, then we have the the state legislature, you know, where we have the Senate and the House, right. which we have the same uh, branches mm -hmm. in in con you know at the at the federal level, right? Right. right. And so, um, but they are all like Democrats or Republicans or uh, liberals, or libertarians, or something like that. But the city politics and the school board politics and the Houston Community College trust trustee mm -hmm. politics are nonpartisan, meaning we are not there as Republicans and Democrats. Right. We are there to represent everyone. And so it's a little bit different where right now you have the judges, some of them are Democratic, some of them are Republican. Mm -hmm. You have the state reps, some are Democratic, some are Republican, and, and so on and so forth. The Congress, Democratic, Republican. Mm -hmm. So there are, uh, you know, some, some differences. But here again, on the state level, on the city level, we are nonpartisan, gotcha. meaning no party, so to speak. Okay, so it's really about the advancement of the people uh, and making the best decisions and yeah. choices for the people. Right. I mean, we make decisions about your dogs, your cats, your whatever, you know, how fast you can drive, the name of the street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We impact a lot of things on council. And... Um, those are local issues, mm -hmm. you know, the people who impact your daily living, mm -hmm. you know, now, of course, you know, you have the, the, the higher bodies, so to speak, that, that certainly impact you. But I think um, the local politics is, is, is of extreme importance. Yeah, I believe that's where it really, really starts for, for mm -hmm. us, you mm -hmm. know, in our local mm -hmm. government. Uh, and so let me ask you. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, in regards to uh, so, let's say I've done I've done my homework, and this particular uh, candidate declared that this was their belief, and that they're going to be able to do this. And be, so, somebody that's tapped into what I'm trying to see done within the community or within the city, and okay, I go ahead and cast my vote for them. But let's say um, after a certain period of time, I noticed that this particular uh, candidate, uh, if elected, this particular candidate, he kind of he or she kind of strays away from what well you have to hold your electives accountable okay good okay and that means you know we have like a city council we have what's called public session okay and that's every tuesday mm -hmm. and so if you have somebody sitting on council that's not doing what they have professed to do that's your time to come and you can call them out and say hey you promised you were going to do this you promised you were going to do that and this has not come to fruition. And sometimes you do have to push people back into what they said they were gonna mm. do. You know, because I'm gonna tell you, getting into office uh, is the easiest part. Doing the job is, you know, I tell people, this is a real job. <laughs> it, it's not a play job, it's a real job. And so you are hit from so many angles, you know, like in, in my district, we have problems with the trash. And so, of course, I have to pay a hot team mm -hmm. to go and pick up the trash. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? We, we have a problem with the noise at the clubs. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to change the ordinances so that they can't violate that. Right. So that people can have quality of life and live in their homes without their walls jumping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and so it, it's just so many things that you're hit with. Uh, and people don't want to, they don't want to hear excuses, right. you know, like uh, people want speed bumps and I can look at the list and say, boy, they, they requested those back in two seven, 2017, you know, and I can say, oh, well, yeah, they did that before I got in office. No, no, no. That's my baby. Yeah. 
and I got to handle it. Come and that's just the bottom you. line, because for whatever reason, the person before me was not able to. I won't say that they didn't want to, but they were not able to because they were maybe addressing some other things. Okay. And so, of course, this has been quite different from any other administration because we had the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And that has changed a whole lot of things. Wow. Wow. And so for those those of you guys who are tuning in with us tonight, we're talking about the importance of um, local local level voting. And our guest is Dr. Carolyn Evans-Shabazz, uh, city council member of District D. Uh, and we're just discussing how important it is for us to begin to vote at the local level. We have to stop not not negating or saying anything about the, the, the other elections, the higher elections, but we have to stop overlooking the local elections and we have to begin to align ourselves with candidates that actually have our views and our interests at heart. You know, um, so one thing about it is this is that, like I stated earlier, a lot of us say that, well, we're not gonna vote because every politician is the same. And so we wanna, we wanna kill that notion right there. You know, every politician is not the same. And at the end of the day, we can't progress without leadership. The scripture, the scripture even tells us that he says that our people perish for a lack of knowledge. That's right. And where there's no visionary, everything falls apart. That's right. And where there is no leader, everything falls apart. And so I just wanted to state this here because one thing that really stuck out with me as I began to dig into this particular topic is how that the local election really deals with my everyday everyday life everyday life that's right and so it's like the greater things that i need to see uh the greater projections that i have in overall like it has to start at this particular local level so what am i able to do not just in the city of houston but what am i able to do within this community that I'm in? Who is the representative of this community? Who do I need to talk to about getting this community back in, in function or operational function, so to say? And I'm going to say also, you can't completely depend on your electeds. You have to have some initiatives yourself. Mm. I think you need to start and in, in work in your civic organizations, your civic clubs, because that's really important. Mm. That's what's really impacting where you live. And, and when you get a lot of people engaged in a uh, civic organization, then you have a massive voice. Uh, and, and people listen. You know, if you're a civic club, you may go down there as an individual and you may feel that you're not heard. But if your civic organization organizes hmm. and they go down there, then you will be heard. And I'm going to say this. If your elected representatives are not doing what they need to do, what's your problem with running? Hmm. Let's just be real. Wow. Sometimes you have to take the mantle and run with it. You know, you, I, I believe that you try to work with the electors, but if you find that you're running up against a brick wall and they are not <laughs> representing you, then maybe you need to heed the call because the call may be on your life to step forward and run yourself. Now, I'm not looking for anybody to run in District D, so let me just be perfectly honest. I'm trying to do what I need to do, and if I don't, call me out and get me straight. But at the but, but in all, in just um, in in reality, uh, the bottom line is the responsibility of progressing and doing well is all of our responsibilities, not just the electeds. Not just elected. Oh, I, I made this say I, I can't recall if we were on if we had already started live when I made this statement, but I said it sounds sound like a preacher's role. You feel? <laughs> <laughs> but once again, once again, the same leadership. 
lead, leadership. That's the term. It's the leadership role because it's the same way inside the church. You know, uh, sometimes we run into brick walls. Uh, sometimes we run into individuals who just outright refuse to change the course. Uh, outright refuse to do things different. Uh, I won't listen. I won't listen. <laughs> Just refuse to listen. And so sometimes, so it's, I mean, because when you, when you stated it like that, it helped me understand better because a lot of times in the conversations that we have, you, we have to begin to speak the same language. We have yeah. to speak the same language. And, and one of the things that I always tell everybody, I don't have to be the smartest one in the room. Okay. Sometimes you need to glean from other people and that makes you better and makes us all better together. So sometimes you, you need to listen and realize you don't know it all. You can't do it all. And so listen to other people. They may have some solution that can help you to all to be able to do well. Hmm. That's, that's, that's absolutely correct. Um, before we go any further, anyone had any questions? I know you to be JY alumni, right? <laughs> he had to plug it. No, I, JY I, I, for life. JY for life. Oh, okay. Yeah, my dad was a basketball coach, Doc Evans. That was my dude. For many, many years. Yeah. And I, I tell people I was actually raised in the Hall of Jackies. And that's, that's the truth. Because back in the day, I don't know if they have them now, but my dad had the keys to the building, right? Uh -huh. And my brother, my older brother and I, we would go, and that was our playground. We'd go in the pool, we'd go in the <laughs> whirlpool, we'd race up and down the hall. And I literally was raised in the halls of Jack Cage. So, you know, as they say, I bleed crimson and gold, and I do. And so, um, yes, yes, and thank you for that. My, my thing is this, right? Um, I know your, your dad, to me, was an honest man. Your dad liked me. I went to school with Marvin. Oh, goodness. Now, you're going to make me cry now. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh -uh. Your dad, I like your dad. But my thing is, like, I was talking to Jay, Pastor Jay, when we was talking about uh, the, the, to impact the community, we got to uh, um, encourage people to vote on the local level. My, my question would be, what kind of ways, and I'm going to pitch for you now, what kind of ways could we help you? Well, one of the ways, you know, and people always think about money, 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 money. Of course, if you can donate to the campaign, that's fine. But I, I like more people who give me ideas mm. and, 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 and put out there what I'm trying to do. Because a lot of times people have no clue what you're doing. You know, because I'm not one, I don't call a bunch of press conferences. So I mean, I'm at a lot of them, you know, but I'm not out there to call press conferences. I'm in there trying to do the work. And so, you know, I need people sometimes to tell people, you know, she did that. You know, she got Martin Luther King paid. She's getting ready to get Cullen paid. She's doing this. She's doing that. And so uh, she put computers in, in several apartment complexes so that the people and the children and the adults would have an opportunity to have Internet access. And so it's, it's things that I do. Uh, you know, uh, I put out a newsletter. We've been a little lax with that because my communications director is starting tomorrow. The previous one is no longer with, with District D. He did a great job, but he's been gone for a couple of months. And so it's incumbent on me to let the public know what I'm doing. And that's what I need. I need people, you know, because some people that attend this church may live in District D. And then they can say, you know, that lady, she did this and she's doing that. And you know what? If, if you want to talk to her, she'll talk to you. Because I always tell people, if you want to meet with me, 
then, you know, call my office, tell them you want a meeting. And, you know, we may not meet in person, but we'll meet virtually. And I don't know of anybody that has requested a meeting to do something uh, progressive and positive that can say that I denied having a meeting with them. Not with just my staff, but with me personally. And so, and I, I appreciate ideas. And I always say I really, really love young people. You know, I always say that if I was as politically aware now, then I would have been Kamala Harris, you know, and which says um, there's no ceiling for young people who are involved politically. Mm -hmm. You create your own ceiling. You will go as high as you want to go, because mm -hmm. if you start out getting the knowledge, the knowledge of how this whole process goes, you can go far and you can be very effective. Wow. I think that's the biggest piece. Um, people don't hardly like the process of anything. Um, we don't like, the, even dealing on a spiritual note, um, we don't like the process of change and what, what's required. And so, of course, dealing in the natural sense, we, we don't like the process. And so uh, once we, I believe that once we begin to embrace the process, then like you said, there is absolutely no sin once we know how the process works. And so even speaking from a spiritual perspective, looking at how things work in a development piece of uh, individual life in, in God or within God, when we begin to understand how the process works. And so when we're looking at things within our community and when we want to see things change, we have to begin to embrace that process. And I have to begin to plant my feet and I have to begin to say, okay, this is what I need to do for step one. This is what I need to do for step two. This is what I need to do for step three. And so uh, you said that you, you encouraged us to get involved. Yeah, especially starting out with your civic clubs, mm -hmm. you know, because that could be your base. Mm -hmm. You know, if they see you working in the civic club and you are being effective and you are being consistent, then a lot of times they will come to you and say, hey, have you ever thought about running for public office? Mm -hmm. You know, because they see the work that you are willing to put in, wow. it, you know, and it could be work that you're not getting glorified for, mm -hmm. so to say, but you have results. Mm -hmm. of some of the things that you have done in your own community. Wow. And that's how you get started. Because I believe that you get in and you support people before you ask them to support you. And that's where you start, yeah. supporting your own neighborhood and your own community. Give it and it shall be given. That's one of the scriptures that we base and build off of. And once again, it alludes right back to the spiritual side of things, the spiritual growth with the church. Right. The same things that you are describing, you know, a lot of times um, in, the, in, the, in the ministry field, you have some people that want to be seen for what they're doing, but then you have some that's behind the scenes with their head down and their hands to the plow, getting things accomplished. And I, I've learned to understand that in order for the kingdom to advance, you have to have more of those people oh, yeah. than those people. And sometimes it's just a remnant, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in a small church. I used to work uh, at a small church, uh, and I just know it's very difficult, yeah. you know, uh, supporting the pastor, and you know that the tithes may not be coming in like mm -hmm. they need to, and those kinds of things, but kept it going, mm -hmm. you know. The Spirit of God is just awesome. Wow. You know, and times you wonder, how did we make it? You know, I used to tell people back in the day, it was like, you know, they say two plus two equals four, but right. with God, two plus two equals five, <laughs> six, six seven. To be. And I know that I have gotten bills paid that I have no clue.
how in the world did that work out? You know, but it's trusting God, putting in the work, trying to be faithful in, 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 especially in what he has given you Mm -hmm. and he will just make it work for you. And it's just unbelievable. Uh, and sometimes you'll turn around and say, now, how did I do that? But it's, it's the only answer is God. That's Come it. on. That, man, that's, that's big facts. <laughs> uh, you said something that's very, very powerful to me when you start talking to the young people about politics. Because the Bible says train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he won't depart. And the problem is, with our community, we never was trained about politics. We had no one to teach us politics, so it took me a long time to go. Right. I used to say, well, they just going to do what they want to do anyway. Right. Mm. And right. so when you, when you spoke to the young people, it blessed me because at least they got someone that can understand that's telling them, listen, we can help you with this now, and then you can grow. Right. You know? and, and we can't give up on our young people. We just can't. You know, if we do, then what happens to us? And we, we perish and we fade out. Yeah. You know, but I'm just saying, sometimes you, and you have to have a rapport. You have to know how to talk to people, not talk down to people. Uh-oh. You know, be on a Uh-oh. level where they can understand. Now, you ain't got to be sagging. You know what I'm saying? To communicate. I don't have to sag to talk to the sister or whatever y'all do. I mean, women don't sag, but you know what I mean. But anyway, I don't got someone. Well, okay, okay. okay. I'm going to leave that alone. I ain't going to touch that. I ain't going to touch that. I ain't going to touch that. But I'm just saying, you don't have to You don't have to try to wear your dress up to here. Well, let, maybe we'll let them do it like that. Now, you know, as a young woman, you know, but that's out of place for me. Mm. That don't mean I can't talk to you. Come on. And we can't have a conversation. If we have that very important element, and that's called respect. Come on. Respect. Wow. If we respect each other, I respect where you are, you respect where I am, we can meet right there in the middle in a really good place. Uh-huh. Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, let me ask you this here, um, Dr. Shabazz. Um, no, I, I don't say it. We don't say it. <laughs> I just thought about some of the men, you know what I'm saying? That's that who, but anyway, it is what it is, but, but I love y'all anyway. All right. Oh, <laughs> I might not love a color underwear you got on that day, but I love you. All right. <laughs> I, I, you, I was reminded, and I was in third ward when uh-huh. somebody told me this. Uh, it was in regards to sagging, man. It was a guy who had just came home from prison and, you know, um, the new generation was into the sagging, and so one of the young guys had his pants sagging, showing his underwear. And the guy just hurried up and stopped and turned around and ran up on him and just started observing him. Man, what's wrong with you, man? He said, I just came home, and I needed to see what type of underwear you had on. And he said, you should have seen how fast he pulled them pants. <laughs> you should have seen how fast he pulled those pants up, man. But um, so in this particular election, can you talk to us a little bit about um, – what's really on the table with this particular election and why it is so, so important. Well, this, this election is particularly important because of the leadership in Austin. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Governor Greg Abbott in Austin, who is a Republican, and uh, we have Dan Patrick, that's a Republican, um, Ken Paxton, that's a Republican, and a lot of them still follow that Trump man. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still follow Donald Trump. And he is still ruling. And, and, and I'm going to say this. You know, I, I never really, I never had any, I try, I try to respect everybody, right? And I had respect for Republicans as well as Democrats. 
But it's like people aren't even thinking anymore in regards to what's best for the people. Mm -hmm. They are going straight on party politics. If, oh, wow. if your party, you know, Republican Party believes this is how it should be, then I don't care if you think it's right, wrong, or indifferent. You're going to vote that way because of that. And same thing with the Democrats. They, they all, instead of people using common sense, crossing the aisle, and doing things that are needed for everyone. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and the decisions that have come out of this last legislative session in particular are really, really difficult for me, you know, where you can now, you can buy a gun and you don't have to get trained, anything like that. You don't mm -hmm. have to get a license. You just can, you know, can pack. You know what I'm saying? That, that's a problem. But yet, what bothers me the most is that nobody sits down and talks about Medicare expansion. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We have gone through a major pandemic, which means people have been very ill, which means that if you don't have any health care, you could be in major trouble. So to me, that's basic. Why would you not make sure that everybody in the state of Texas has medical coverage? And it comes, the money comes from the federal government. But they don't want to take, they didn't want to take it because the president was Obama. Okay? Now you got people dying because they don't have medical coverage. You could get it taken care of basically by the federal government. And because your party rejects the president, you don't protect your people. That, that right there, wow. That, wow. that gets me. You know, and then they have made voting so difficult. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's like I would be quite naive if I sat here and said there was no cheating. If you got people, you're going to have some cheating, okay? <laughs> but let me ask you this. Now, people do Medicare fraud. Mm -hmm. They do welfare fraud. Do you throw out the welfare system? Do you throw out the Medicare system? No. You work with it. You try to tweak it. You catch those people that are doing wrong. And you do what they need, what you need to do in, in regards to consequences. So now you have made it extremely difficult for our seniors and disabled. Because the truth of the matter is, they used to send you a ballot. Now, if you don't know to apply for a ballot or apply for it by a certain time, you don't get it and you don't vote. Wow. And, and that's just the truth of the matter. They had a deadline, I think, last Friday. You had to put in an application for an absentee vote ballot. A lot of people don't know that. And they are sitting there wondering, where's my ballot? I want to vote. But because nobody told them, and then they don't want the candidates to send out a ballot, which that kind of puzzles me, because if I send out a ballot, an application, you don't have to vote for me. Now, of course, I'm going to ask you to, mm -hmm. but certainly all you're doing is applying at that time. By the time the ballot comes, you may even forget whose face was on that application asking wow. you to vote. The bottom line is everybody needs, I want to know when I'm sitting in that seat that I am representing a large percentage of people. Hmm. That, that's what I want to know. I don't want just a few people saying they wanted me there. And I, and I ease in some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you are really about the people, you ought to want to represent as many as you can, which means that you should not suppress the right, the right to vote. No, but that's what's going on. Wow. Wow.
so so in in, in essence is when we when we are attempting to pick um pick our candidates we have to find someone that's really about the people who's going to remain with the people who's gonna who's gonna defend the people who's gonna look out for the people who's gonna keep the people number one at all at all times and i'm gonna say something you have to try the spirit by the spirit uh -oh. okay so people can get up and fake and ache and shake and do whatever they need to do to get your vote. But you need to look at them, have discernment. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where the spiritual part comes in, the spiritual leadership. Mm -hmm. Have discernment as to whether that person is real hmm. or whether they're memorants, okay? On. Because there are people, you know, people play the game. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll tell them this, but that ain't really what I'm about. Mm -hmm. But you watch people. and. And watch them not just when they're standing in front of you. Watch them when they move wow. about the room. You know what I'm saying? Watch how they talk to people. Watch how they treat the people. Wow. Treat people. Watch how they carry themselves. Okay? <laughs> so you have to have discernment <laughs> of people because there are people out there that can get Academy Awards when it comes to faking and shaking and trying to get your vote because, you know, they want it. Now, whether they're going to do the right thing with it, you don't know. But you have to pray for your elected people, too. Mm -hmm. I want to say that. I always appreciate when people want to pray for me, you know, because I know that the enemy is always about, right? Mm -hmm. And so I need covering. I need to be covered, you know, by the spirit so that I can move about and do the things that I'm called to do, mm -hmm. you know. And so I, I always welcome prayer. And then, you know, I know a lot of people, they go church hopping when it's time for elections. And I, I've gone, I've done it, I've gone to some churches, but I really, I try to stay a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And it's difficult because you got a lot of churches, but I like to stay. I like to try to give a little offering, a little something if I can, you know what I'm saying? But I don't like going in and, and saying, okay, vote for me, and then I'm out the door. And then, I mean, not, that's me personally. Now, some people, you know, they'll go in, the, the yeah. pastor recognize them, they'll say a few things, and the next thing they have to do, I want to hear the word, yeah. you know, if I'm there. And I have the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't. You have several places you have to go. But then if I do that, I always want to try to double back and go at another time mm -hmm. because I think it's just respectful. It's yeah. respectful to go back. Don't just use the church, you know, mm -hmm. come in and, 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 have the spirit cover you and do that which you have been called to do. Yeah, that's another piece in the uh, in the church community too, because a lot of times we only see the candidates when it's election time. You know, um, typically um, nobody's really hanging out around our hoods and um, with where we are, you know, especially trying to come to the church. And then once again, it goes right back because a lot of spiritual leaders, they be campaigning too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a lot of uh, yeah, and some of them endorse candidates and some of them uh, get paid to endorse the candidates. Yep. It, it's, yep. th this political thing can, can be uh, uh, a moneymaker for some people. <laughs> I'm, 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 hey, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> the deal is, you know, the, the leadership of the church is very important right. in I'm, this whole process. Not to cut you off, I'm glad you said that because um, as we get ready to um, wind down, uh, within these last few minutes of the um, of the show, I wanted to ask you, you know, um, how how not to say how important it is, but how would you consider separating uh, church from politics, or how would you help us to understand 
the the uh, the spiritual role with dealing with policies. I, I've heard what you what you declared on this evening in regards to you personally. Uh, in regards to you, you receive prayer and you know um, try the spirit by the spirit. But you know just overall the political side of things because you know a lot of times people still try to separate church from state. Well, you have a separation, so to speak, in terms of taxing churches mm -hmm. and things of that nature. But really, I don't think that you you can separate. Right. Because you're supposed to have a moral fiber mm. that is undergirded by your spirit mm -hmm. and the spiritual uh, teachings. Mm -hmm. And so I can't say that, you know, as a Christian that I can totally separate myself from mm -hmm. the church. I mean, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Come on. And I ask that he guide me and the Holy Spirit guide me to do those things. So if, if I'm asking for that and mm -hmm. I'm asking for him to cover me, I cannot completely separate myself from the church. Come on. That's 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 it. That's it. That's the same way with um, you know, on a, any type of job you have, you could be one way in the church and then you could be another way on the job. You know, you could be uh miss uh Mr. Don't cuss at church, but then you giving somebody to work with your mouth. Well, I'm going to say, you know, and I'm going to say this, you know, that's why a lot of times first ladies aren't happy, 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 because they see that pastor in the pulpit, ooh, and, then, and then they see that pastor when he walks out that door, okay, when he gets to that house. So, you know, and I mean, we are human, right? But I'm, but I'm just saying, you standing here and you, and you professing that this is the way you live, and this is what you do, and, and then, then you get out that door and you have a whole different perspective. Cuss everybody all the way home, you know. Get yourself out the way, but that way we're all human. But I, I think the job of a pastor's wife is the hardest job ever, you know, because they have to uphold their husbands because spiritually that's what they're supposed to do. But they wow. see the real person. Wow, wow, wow. Lady T couldn't make it tonight. I ask my wife all the time. Yeah, know. I might not get invited back up. <laughs> no, you always got to see welcome. Here. All right, okay. But right, I ask my right. wife all the time to um to, to check me and to watch well, me. That, hey, and, you know, I ask, yeah. I'm like, man, is my lifestyle lining up with the yes. same word that I give on uh, Sundays, Wednesdays, or every day? Is, am, am I the same person, you know? Because I do believe, I see it too often. I see too often somebody that's gifted to encourage and inspire the people. But yet, hey, bro, what you're doing outside of that message is just atrocious. And it's really damaging. Uh, and, man, if, if, if somebody had a camera on you right now, bro, you'll be in a lot of trouble, you know, with the people. And you better assume these days that somebody might have a camera oh, come on. Come okay. On. If you uh, thinking that you could go outside mm. and do whatever, whatever, somebody gonna catch you. Especially now we got these phones, uh -oh. right? I mean, there's so many people been exposed. Oh. But anyway, we we all have to pray one for another yeah. because you know we fall short, and we just have to recognize and pull ourselves back into the fold. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that just in regard to pastors. I'm saying that in regard to people. Period. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, like I say, heavy is the, the head that wears the crown. And it's difficult to always try to walk that walk. It's, it's just hard, you know, and so we just have to pray for our leaders, period. Our spiritual leaders as well as our elected leaders. That's absolutely correct. I know we pray, and I'm going to come to um, Pastor Lee. One question, right? How will people be able to get in find information about you just so that they can research the vote for you? Well, like I said, you can Google me, uh, or you can go uh, on the city website, and you can find every council member 
and it'll give you some background information on them. But as I said, um, you know, just get involved. You know, people tell me, we see you all the time. You everywhere. You know, and, and I love it. I love it because that's what I'm there for, to show up. And, you know, and I tell people, I don't organize every event that I attend. I don't. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times people appreciate you showing up as the leader, as a council member. But I give all accolades to the people who did the work. Come on. Okay. Now, sometimes it's my office. We do the work, but we're not always the ones that do it. But sometimes our presence helps other people to come and engage because they say, oh, well, the council member's going to be there. I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that that's mostly, you know, I, I try to tell people I'm not trying to take credit for all the work that I you may see me, you know, because I know that I, I end up on TV sometimes. You know, I, I stand with Sheila a lot and other electors, the mayor and whatever. But, you know, I want to show up. But one of the things that I always feel is a blessing is meeting other people, gleaning, learning from them, because that's the most important thing. Learn from other people so that you can try to meet the needs of other mm -hmm. people. Because I can't always determine what you may need, right. but you know. And nine times out of ten, if it's your need, it's somebody else's need. Mm -hmm. And so we can impact each other's lives by trying to, to do what we can as a group. Because you're not going to please everybody individually. That's just be honest. If, you know, if you please everybody, then you lying somewhere. <laughs> Okay, you lying to somebody yeah, yeah. somewhere. Everybody happy with you. Right, right. If everybody happy with you, you telling somebody some lies somewhere because it just ain't going to happen. But you try to do whatever you can for the group of people, you know. And then if there are individuals that you can do something different for, you do that as well. But, you know, we just, we, we try. I know I was telling uh, Deloitte Parker just Monday, and he says, you're doing a good job. Oh, thank you, Lord. I really try. He said, oh, uh -uh. try as a sign that you're not succeeding and you are. So I try to stop saying I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my true heart is that I wake up every day trying to figure out what I can do better. Come on. That's it. That's it. I agree with on with on Lord too. One thing we don't say is try because, hey, you know what? I'm trying to I'm, I talk to a lot of youngsters in the neighborhood. I'm like, man, what's going on, little brother? Like, man, I'm trying to stay out the way. Are you trying or are you staying yes, out the way? Yes, are you staying out the way? <laughs> and I'm trying to do better. Are you trying to do better? Yeah, you're right. I hadn't you thought know. about it like that. You, you know, are so right. So one thing about it, man, because we do what we put our mind to. You stated earlier that the ceiling is what we place upon us. But y'all y'all have been tuned in to the TKHs. I pray that this has been blessing you guys. We're talking about the importance of local level voting uh, with Dr. Carolyn Shabazz, Evan Shabazz from our council, council member. Dr. Carolyn Evans Shabazz from District D. Uh, she has really been blessing us, man. And so just to recap before we get out of here, remember to, to select the right candidate, you have to do your due diligence. And as she stated, if you don't have the time to do your due diligence, connect with people that you trust, connect with organizations that you trust. Uh, that, that's, that, because believe it or not, you have some people that this is what they do. You know, and I, I was talking with um, um, Brother Williams, Pastor Williams, you know, because we pray, we, we have a prayer call on Mondays, and on Mondays when we pray, we do lift y'all up. 
We lift up the council well, I, members. And I'm going to say this, you know, when, when this ends, I would appreciate it if you all would pray for me. Come you know, on, after, we, after we get off the camera, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I really, really appreciate the amen. prayer, and I appreciate this opportunity. I love this. This time passed so fast. It did, it did. I'm I enjoyed myself. <laughs> and I, I, I see James and Sherry's uh, beautiful daughter <laughs> over there. She had to let me know who she was when I saw that. I, I do know you, you know, and, her, and I'll give him a shout out. He's the gumbo king. Oh, and so, <laughs> she did, huh? <laughs> but she I have did. really enjoyed my Jack Yates brother over here. And he called my younger brother's name, which, Lord, Lord, we still dealing with that. You know, wow. that is a hole in our family that Mark left uh, when he left us uh, almost two years ago, March 12th. He, he died March 12, 2020. And so uh, it's a hole in our hearts, but we lift him up and talk about him every day. You know, and he's there with my parents and they probably trying to figure out why are you here? You know, <laughs> you came too soon, you know, but it is what it is. But thank you so much for, for mentioning my dad uh, and my brother. Thank you. Amen. And so, guys, there we have it. We want to make sure we get out and vote, man. Make your voices heard. Make your voices count. On the local level voting, there's so many of us that, that we don't get out to doing it, but your vote does make a difference. Your voice does matter. Uh, and regardless as to what we've been uh, 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 shown to believe or what we've been made to believe, we can cancel those notions right there. You know, we most definitely want to begin to, to vote. If you have the option to vote, vote. One last thing I want to say. They are trying so hard to keep you from voting. If it were not important, why are they trying so hard? Come on. So keep that in your mind mm -hmm. that nobody's trying to take anything from you that's not of value. They're trying to take your valuable voice. Do not allow them to do that. Go out and vote. Take the time. Uh, generally, they will give you time off on your job mm -hmm. a lot of times to do it. But if not, you know, we have Saturday and Sunday. And then we're, co well, this week it ends Friday, the early voting. And then you have Tuesday, uh, March 1st, which is the actual general election day. So don't let anybody take your voice. Wow. Because that's really important, and that's what your vote, your vote is your only voice. Thank wow. you. Wow. Use your voice, y'all. Use your voice. And before we tap out, I just really wanted to remind you guys right quick that the Word of God in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 13 says, Choose for yourself wise and understanding and experienced men and women. And he says that I will appoint them as your heads. Y'all, we can't separate. We can't separate life from from God. We can't separate life uh, from your spiritual man. You are a natural man just as well as you are a spiritual man. And regardless as to what anyone has to say, you have to understand that 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 you have to begin to use your wisdom, use your discernment, uh, tap into what God is declaring and, and see what's actually being said. And I wanted to uh, leave you guys with this here. The word of God says in, in the book of Romans chapter 13, he says that let everyone submit to the governing authorities 
since there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are instituted by God. And so it's not to indoctrinate anyone. It's not. It's just simply to state that the, 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 the authorities, the governing authorities, if there wasn't any government, man, it would be complete chaos right now. It, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of chaotic right now. But if there wasn't any particular governing authority, it would be worse than what it actually is. So we just really wanted to encourage everybody to take advantage and, and, and make the most of your opportunities. Use your voice uh, to get out there and vote. Um, local level voting is so important because it hits so close to home. It's right at your front door. And we most definitely want to make the most of it because this is where your change can happen. This is where your change can happen. Yes, sir. Yes, if you're no longer on paper. Did they hear? Yes, if you're no longer, if you have a felony and you, you're no longer on paper, you can vote. Yes. Amen. So I pray that this has blessed you guys. Dr. Shabazz, we thank you so much for, 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 for giving us some time today. Yeah, I for thank coming. you. I'm, I'm glad God gave me wings to get here because <laughs> I came all the way from the Galleria, but he got me here five minutes to spare, so I know God is in this. Thank you. Amen. I pray that it truly blessed you. Um, we want to, you have any closing remarks for us? Well, you, you've done uh, a, a yeoman's job of telling people how important it is. Hopefully they will take heed and realize that this is the way we change our circumstances. Yeah. And that is by uh, using that which, you know, and I know people may not appreciate how hard it was to get that right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was very difficult to get the right to vote. Mm -hmm. But now that we have it, we cannot abuse it by misusing and not using it. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully they will take heed. I really appreciate the question that came uh, about the felony, because that means that you've touched somebody that's thinking about whether they can engage in the process. And if you didn't register this time, register the next time, because there will be a vote coming up in November where you will have the actual Republican candidate and the Democratic candidate facing each other. Right now, it's strictly all Democrats all Republicans running against each other, just in case you don't know that. And then whoever wins on Tuesday will represent the Republican and the Democratic Party in the general election in November. And so hopefully it won't be as many people on the ballot at that point. But certainly uh, very important. This has been a very important message. And hopefully people will take heed and we're just going to trust God that he has permeated somebody's spirit Amen. that they are going to take heed and move forward into this voting process. I pray, I pray the same prayer that it has touched someone. You, you, you've blessed us with a lot. You personally blessed me with a lot, you know, especially with the uh, insight of being more involved with the civic club uh, to get things done. So we want to see some things jumping and changing within our community. We got to stop complaining about it and get in the game. And if you don't have a civic club, start one. You don't have a civic club. Start one. Start one. Wow, you guys have been tuned in to the TKHS. I guess they was afraid to call in tonight. 
So they ain't hit the line tonight, y'all. But you've been tuned in to the TKHS. We salute you. We thank you for tuning in with us every single week here, right here on TKHS. Uh, once again, we want to just give a huge shout out to our sponsors and supporters, Miss Mamie Sweet Treats, All Creek Construction, Destiny Shine Records, KLMG, Kingdom Life Central, JG Apparel, Angelic House of Hope, and Dabs Houston, a resale store located at 5826 Martin Luther King Boulevard, Houston. In Texas seven seven zero two one. Hey, thank That's you. That's so District D. It is. Yeah, it is. We was watching <laughs> that new pavement go down. I know that's right. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get that done. Cullen is next. Yeah, we watched all of that pavement. <laughs> <laughs> So, huge salute. Uh, thank you so much, Councilmember Dr. Carolyn Evan Shabazz uh, of District D for coming out and spending some time with us. We will not hold you hostage. So, we're going 